Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Forever. Dog. Someone is playing for keeps. This week on the podcast, A. Bates' The Dead Game. Welcome to Teen Creeps. The- <laughs> I almost said public domain theater. Wow, uh, we're tired today. I don't remember how we ever start this show. Um, oh my God. Hi, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast of YA Pulp Fiction. Uh, what day and year is it? I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Gaytai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are indeed talking about A. Bates's The Dead Game. Yep. Um, do you want to go ahead and read the synopsis before we even get into it? I absolutely will. <laughs> oh, it's that character from Public Domain Theater episode of Minecraft. Wait, did I just send... Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Did I just send an, an email? Oh, no, I did the correct people. Okay. <laughs> I thought I, for some reason, sent the image of the book we're reading to a random person <laughs> and then was just like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Warmly, Kelly Newton. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, warm regards, Kelly Newton. <laughs> okay, let me see here. Oh, A Bates. Did you know that A Bates stands for Aline Bates? A U L I N E. Oh, that sounds familiar. Maybe we've looked that up. Oh my god. Okay, A Bates. That's a cute name, Aline. I like it too. Hello, okay, I'm Aline. I'm Aline. Okay, let's pull up the Goodreads. So we get a, l- a lengthy one. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Lenny, Ming, and Jackson don't like fakers. The people who cheat, lie, and climb over others to get what they want. They make up a game to get back at them. The object is public humiliation, which the kids figure is appropriate retribution for cheaters. But the game goes wrong, almost as if it's playing itself. Or could someone else possibly have taken over when a student on their, quote, hit list dies? Linny, Ming, and Jackson know they have to do something to stop a game that's out of control. But how do you stop something when you can't figure out the reels? (laughs) What are the reels of this gum? (laughs) But wait, friends, what's the reels of this gum? Uh, This book is well-intentioned but dumb would you agree yeah yeah i so like the message is don't bully because like even if you feel like they have it coming like you don't know the, the life that they're living or like the circumstances of why it seems like they're stepping on you or things seem unfair um sure and sort of like a what you put out in the world will come back at you a little bit 
not not exactly. It's not like they then start like getting hurt, but they they feel terrible when people are getting hurt. Some of them do. The dead game <laughs> makes no sense. I mean, the <sighs> fact that she's I mean, kind of the game itself is Linny explains it to them, like the actual dead game. Oh, the what, what it's sense. based on? Yeah, it's kind of like a mafia thing. Yeah, the one it's her like, sister played at summer camp. What is her sister's name? Do we even Unknown. know? Unknown. Yeah, that's weird. Um, So that game, it's sort of like tag mafia. Yeah. Where you get a person that you have to kill. Like everybody is made into an assassin. Yeah. And the way that you kill them is just you find them and you have to be alone and you say like you're dead now or i killed you Mm -hmm. and then you have to figure out who they were gonna kill yeah you have to get the people that are on their list and like you can be because the camp was like at a hotel so they were like well it's okay if like people they said like by alone they just meant like no other people playing the game are there but like it could be people that are just like patrons of the hotel are there. So, and then, yeah, once you kill them, you have to like kill people that are on their hit list. And then the hope is that you're the last one standing. Yes. How and this, how that game translates to what they do doesn't make sense. No sense at all. So why are you doing that? Yeah. Why bother? Yeah. So what they do come up with, is let me see if I highlighted it. No, I didn't. Okay. Um, so at first, all right, so Linny, Ming, and Jackson. Ming is like very smart. She was top of her class. And then these two obnoxious rich twins moved to the area. Boy boy and, twins. Mm-hmm, boy boy twins. And um their grades are better because they went to a school that has AP courses. And so they had a weighted grade point average. The school that Lenny Ming and Jackson went to already, there are no AP classes, but for some reason, their weighted grade point averages still cancel out Ming's normal grade point average. Yeah. So she has like a 4.0 or something. Yeah. And they have like a four point two or whatever yeah and so she's no longer valedictorian and she's also not salutatorian oh salutatorian salutatorian which is not she's like third she's nothing i had heard it before but i forgot it existed (laughs) (laughs) and so the plan is like they're talking about how unfair it is and they're like let's get back at them let's adapt the dead game Linny says well, first, Lenny's like, like, let's huh? kill them. Yeah, she's fully like, let's kill them. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know. And they like have to think about it. <laughs> they're like, we thought about it all day. We can't do it. We just like, we've really been mulling it over. Yeah. And, and Lenny's like, I can't believe you thought it was serious. <laughs> she's like, me? Kill someone? They would never. <laughs> I meant to go back through the book and see if. A Bates was lying to us the whole time. She doesn't and lie. I, she doesn't. She, you look. She doesn't. That's but, infuriating because it felt like it when it happened. Oh, really? Because it felt like I'd been lied to. 
there was just like like because I remembered certain moments where because I thought it could be Linny. Like the very well, first moment that her sister was mentioned, I was like, oh, A-Base is trying to make us think it's the sister. It's definitely Linny. And um, because it's like it's very careful how she writes it. She's like, oh, she noticed that Ming and Jackson like seemed nervous. Oh, it's because they think that I want to kill the guys. And then it was like Linny laughed. And then it's just like, I never said that I was going to kill them for real, she said. So it's like in her head, she's never thinking, I don't want to kill them. But she's saying it and she's like doing things that make us believe that she that's how she thinks. And she never. I thought it I thought for sure that when the tape. So she's one of the people they make this list of like cheaters and fakers that they're going to get back at. And this is another, just really quick, this is another instance of A. Bates, like, coming up with a name for people, like, winners. Like, yes. This was, like, fakers. Yes. Oh, and traps. Like, that. this is this is mm-hmm. fakers. Like, we're supposed to be on board with fakers immediately. And they are traps this time, at least. <laughs> Absolute traps. Um, And again, it's very focused on academic achievement and kids having too much pressure placed on them. Yeah. So A Bates has a thing about this, which I respect, but the execution is weird. <laughs> also, um, Linny is my sister's nickname for me. Really? Mm-hmm. <gasps> but Lindsay, she doesn't put an, an E on it. It just says L I N N I. Um interesting, interesting, interesting. So what Ming tries to do first is she's just gonna steal Adler, I don't. They both have. It's like Austin. Yeah, and Adler, Adler or and then or Austin. I, just gonna steal their Letterman's jacket because they love their Letterman's jacket and they'd feel like embarrassed to lose it? Question mark. Yeah. And she puts it on a grave and sets it up to look like there's a skeleton inside. Yeah. And then the next day, he's still wearing a Letterman's jacket, and somehow they don't put it together that it's just the other twins jacket yeah and they're like oh fail we failed and so then they add more people to the list and they're like it needs to be a public humiliation we're each going to draw a name we are not going to tell each other who it is we have to come up with a thing and um that's it and the (laughs) kill is the public humiliation yeah and then the person Linny draws is this guy named john who like sleeps around and spreads rumors about girls and it he i was like yeah fuck this guy up yeah i wanted that guy dead (laughs) um yeah because he's a senior and he's like preying on freshmen so gross too young yeah really bad and so what she does is she records him asking girls out and then like trashing his girlfriend to them and using the same line on everyone yeah and i was like yeah get him yeah. And then she's going to play that at a party of his girlfriends, who's also on the list because um, Linny hates her because she's like doing well in pottery class. And she's like acting like an artist. And so she like acts very like Grey Gardens about everything. She's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everything's ruined. Like she's like very, what's her name? Um, Faye Dunaway in Mommy Dearest about everything. <laughs> and the art teacher loves it. For some, I was like, I don't, 
has anybody taken an art class? Because yeah. that was very weird. Like she was claiming that even though her work sucked because she had an artistic temperament, she was getting a good grade. So she's going to put it on at this party. What? The tape is missing. And then it gets played on the PA at school, which truly is so much worse. <laughs> it is much worse, much worse. And it also embarrasses the girls that yeah. were like going out with him. And he was, it was heavily implied he was sleeping with all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, that part, I've, I don't remember if, if A. Bates lies. Yeah, I think, so that's, that's what I was going to say. I think Linny does a thing which is like very silly but she's like hmm whoever did that is pretty smart (laughs) (laughs) wow they're a little bit of a genius (laughs) yeah it's kind of like uh, i'm trying to find because it seems the whole i absolutely thought it was linny the whole time or i thought it was like did her sister escape from a mental institution like what I thought it was either Linny or like Linny the whole time was the sister or something like I don't I don't know. I thought that too. I thought, oh, maybe she doesn't have a sister and she's got like a split personality or something. Yeah. And she does fuck up all the time and then thinks of it as though like her sister was setting her up. But no. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. So she's like thinking, I'm looking. Okay, so Lenny's looking for the tape. Minnie fiddled with the soft sides of her purse, feeling the contents. This is when they're at the party. She rummaged around okay. inside it. I need something. I know I put it in here. Um, um, I can't believe this, Lenny said. I know I put it in here, but I can't find it. Oh, something. I came here tonight to do something, and I can't pli- find it. Ming's like, oh, she had a hit planned. I can't believe this, Lenny said. She knelt down in the arc of light from the back porch and dumped her purse upside down what could have happened to it lenny replaced her keys and wally while it lenny looked both horrified and excited yeah so, oh baby yeah Aline. i don't think she lies Aline, what are you doing <laughs> you got us you got us lenny sat up straight her eyes wide that's my hit lenny thought Still not technically a lie, just a misdirection. Yep, she's like, that's my hit. Lenny glanced from side to side, eyeing people, checking their reactions, hoping her own guilty knowledge didn't show. It's John Staley who did this. Once the question had been asked, Lenny was sure everybody was looking at her. She wanted to shrink in her seat. She was afraid to do anything that might bring attention. I knew it was a good hit, Lenny thought, listening to the hoots around her. 
blah, blah, blah. Lenny could hear hooting and laughing. I'm not half bad at editing, Lenny thought smugly. The mix was better than she'd realized. It showed John perfectly. Recording played again. Lenny sighed with satisfaction. Yeah. She fooled us. Wow, eh? Her recording had worked better at school than it would have at the party. If it was in the hands of fate, the fates couldn't have done a better job. She wondered if she'd ever get it back, though. Not a lie. Not a wow. Not lies. A Bates. Okay, is this the best book we've ever read? Rumors flew <laughs> to it's very artfully done about who was responsible, but since the rumor changed minute by minute, Lenny figured no one really knew who had done it. Blah blah blah. Wow. I thought for sure she lied on that part because I was like, no, she was surprised. No, she wasn't. She wasn't. That's really amazing. Wow. Because you feel like while you're reading the book, Linny is surprised by everything. Even the fact that the game keeps going when they've all agreed to stop. Because really, it's Linny doing it the whole time. But I would have sworn. Yeah. She didn't. Wow. Friday morning, as Lenny approached the school building, she saw Jackson and Ming obviously talking about something. Da, da, da. Lenny hurried, almost running, afraid of something unnamed. Something was wrong. What? Price didn't you hear? He's been disqualified from everything. So, like, they found alcohol in this kid's car that Lenny had mm. planted there to get him disqualified from track, but they also suspend him? I was like, for alcohol? I felt like that wouldn't happen. Really? Yeah. I think that would happen. Just for alcohol? Yeah. Hmm. Because like underage drinking and all that. I mean, people really, uh, uh, what's the word? Buckled down on drinking and driving or drinking, underage drinking at my school because like a lot of kids got like hurt or killed from yeah, drunk I driving. Guess. I think it's because it was in his car and not his locker that I. Yeah. Th- th- it being in his car is weird. It, that, it, it, if it were in his locker, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, because he brought it on campus. Yes, drinking on school grounds. Being in the car, actually, you're right, is a little weird because... That's just an so issue what? for his parents. Yeah. I mean, I guess because his car was technically on school property, on the playground. I mean, playground. Hello? In the parking <laughs> lot. In the parking Playground line. parking. Hello? Pineapple? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am amazed i mm-hmm. don't think she lied to us she didn't lie wow i'm shocked this is the best book we've ever read <laughs> it's amazing it's somehow like it's artfully written and yet like bates what are you talking about yeah <laughs> like there. okay so there were parts where i was like wow like there were things that i liked first of all an asian final girl yeah oh my god was beautiful living for that i was like oh my god asian and representation and it never really calls no, it, it doesn't other her. It doesn't. It's never like, wow. And her almond shaped eyes yeah. and her jet black hair and yeah. her small frame. It's not doing that at all. Like it describes her, but not in all the cliche ways you think. I mean, she is like extremely ambitious and studious, which I was like, OK, but it's well, still you true. are a model minority. Kelly. Yes, <laughs> we are model minorities. And it's also kind of true to my experience. And also, I thought it was really interesting that she was kind of a latchkey kid. I think that's also um, pretty common. It's weird. Like, there's like a weird divide with Asian families. Either your parents are like aggressively in your helicoptering in your life forever. Mm -hmm. 
or I knew like cool Asian kids whose like parents were very much like Ming's in that they like had their own lives and the, their kids were just like, like every time I would be like, uh, there's this one girl that I was uh, partners with for, I forgot what class, but we had this class where we had a project together. And every time we would go over to her house, it was like this huge, pristine, empty house. And her parents were never there. And I remember thinking like, this is such a different experience from my life in that like, and like a lot of the other Asians that I knew at school, which was like, you know, the mom being like very, like giving you space to like do whatever you had to do your project but like my mom was always like trying to figure out what we were doing or like you know yeah but it was I was like wow her parents leave her home alone whereas like my parents didn't really do that yeah yeah it didn't feel like she was writing a stereotype it just seemed like she knew what that was like yeah or she like she knew someone like Ming yeah um and I liked too I mean I liked me I liked Ming and I liked her and Jackson's relationship I did too and I liked, I actually really liked how he was just like, she's smart, I'm not. It like, was like him, the reason he doesn't tell her that he has a crush on her is so flipping cute. <laughs> he, where I highlighted it. Where'd it go? Well, here's, here's one thing I highlighted that fits into that. Um... It's when Jackson gets home and it's at the beginning of the book and his mom has remarried because his dad died when he was little and he has two half brothers, five and three and a half. And he gets home and like the mom's kind of overwhelmed and he's thinking to himself, I'm no genius. Jackson agreed silently. He poured the lemonade, told the beast children goodnight and escaped back to his room, closing his door on their protests. No great genius, no great athlete, not even a great son, stepson, or stepbrother. He turned his radio on, keeping the sound low. Okay, so he wasn't great. He was decent. He could live with that. Still, remembering the harried look in his mother's eyes, he sighed. He wasn't helpful. He could at least be helpful. Sighing again, he went back to the kitchen and swooped up the beasts, one in each arm. The boys shrieked happily, pounding on his shoulders. And the mom... um just like smiles gratefully at him. Like he was just such a sweetheart and he keeps thinking like, I'm not smart. And so Ming could never like me. Cause she's smart. And also like, that's the other thing. It's like the reason why he doesn't ask her out is also partially due to his admiration of her, which is like, yeah, entirely. So cute. Yes. And also weirdly. Okay. Lenny has her downsides. Does she? <laughs> <laughs> like she is a killer. But I actually thought when she was like, oh, cute. Jackson likes Ming. I like, like that. She, yeah. She wasn't jealous. She wasn't any. Like she was just like, like that wasn't part of her. No, she really loves her friends. Yeah. She's it, just <sighs> completely out of her mind. Yeah. She's just crazy. <laughs> 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 just completely unhinged. Yeah, completely unhinged. Um, I liked this part. It's when, again, at the beginning of the book, so now we're seeing Ming go home and her parents aren't there. 
Um, her parents were at meetings, but they'd brought home a pizza, leaving it in the fridge with a note. Enjoy, left the Mazda if you need a car, back late, hugs and kisses. She wondered how many X's and O's they would have written if they were still signing with X's and O's. Kisses and hugs, she thought, folding the note. X for kisses, O's for hugs. She used to get five each when she was little, unless she'd done something special. Then she'd get eight, and an exclamation point. She used to put the notes under her pillow at night to help get her to sleep. Yeah. And also like She's that, so lonely. That, yes, that feeling of longing that Ming has too, like feels very real and very like like I felt like all of these characters were so I think a, okay, I'm gonna say, yeah, actually everyone is like pretty complex. Cause like even Brenda's complex, like even like everyone yeah. is complex. And like Ming like feeling so lonely. We see like a very sweet kind of like private way that she feels lonely. And then we also see the public way that manifests, which is her like extreme ambition to like do super well so that her parents notice her and also just like for herself. But like, it's like the way that she quote acts out is to like be very good. Yeah. It just is uh, really, really uh, heartbreaking and good. Yeah. I liked Ming a lot and I liked them together. Yeah, I liked her and Jackson a lot. There's the part I found. I found a passage where he is thinking about that. Um, so Ming's Ming draws this guy named Rafe, who their annoyance with him is just that he like thinks he's great, <laughs> but he's not. Yeah, I think I so. Think some of the complaints are pretty nebulous. Well, all yeah, yeah, like some of them, like. It's like, wait, wait what it, are you mad about? Yeah, the Rafe one specifically, yes, because it was like, because it was, what's his name? Jackson's. Jackson's Oh, he says one. it. Yeah, yeah Jackson, he's literally like. he doesn't say why he added J- Rafe or Julie, I think. Yeah, he's just like, I don't know. They think that they're great and they're not. And then Lenny's like, okay, good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Because Lenny just is on a tear, which honestly kind of reminds me. Me of me, where it's like if you tell me they deserve it, then they deserve it, and let's kill them. Yeah. yeah. Um. But so Ming's plan with Rafe to just like humiliate him is she just wants to like take him down a peg because Jackson was not at all specific about what his problem was, and so her plan is to get him to like run into her tray and get food all over himself, but then a crowd rushes at him. And he falls and there's a pile on and he gets a concussion and like goes into a coma. <laughs> and Ming is like, I killed him. Yeah. She's pretty racked with guilt. Like throughout like a third of the book, she's like freaking out. She's like, I killed a man. And everyone and Jackson's like, okay, but I like killed someone for real. And like you, <laughs> you didn't. And she's like, yeah, right, 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 right. But also but like I killed also I Rafe. <laughs> so she like goes she's at home and jackson goes there because he heard that she wasn't in class which is so cute and he's trying to comfort her and it turns out the reason he put rafe on the list is because like he was really good at track but then he quit and that was letting us down and i was like jackson i know not a good reason i know he's like you have the responsibility to the team yeah. Wait, 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 what was it? Because Rafe got really into, I forgot what it was, Motorcycles. but it was kind of funny. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he, he turned was like, into a greaser. Yeah, he turned into a greaser and greasers don't run track. 
And then, like, I think maybe he was going out with Julie and then Julie left him for Rafe. And so it was also just, like, a very petty jealousy. Um, yeah. And then after the fact, he's like, oh, that was sort of wrong to put him on the list. And Ming's like, yeah, and I killed him. <laughs> <laughs> so the section is, Ming was back at school Thursday looking a little pale but determined. Jackson said hi and was disappointed at her polite response. So what did you expect? He chided himself her to jump into your arms and never let go get real you are a person who is hoping for a sports scholarship to a decent college and then hoping you can keep a c average and manage to hang on to the scholarship she is a person who can get a merit scholarship to practically any college in the country she is intelligent really intelligent she's not going to waste her life on a jock yeah he also, really just like, thinks he's a total idiot it's really i know sad for him and then by the issues. end after after Brenda like falls down the stairs, he like stops eating. <laughs> he can't oh, yeah. live with himself. It's so as sad. bad as things as bad as things get for Ming. I mean, they get much worse for Jackson. Yes, because so he gets Brenda, and he's like, "Cool, I'm gonna do a good prank on her. I'm gonna like use my secret talent of like charcoal drawing." <laughs> Main, no. <laughs> That's. It's truly like the amount of like it was so specific. I was like, there had this had to be from something real, right? Because like it was so like in A Bates's it's life. Like, why would that threaten me at, at all? Except okay. for then we find out Linny said something more to her yeah. beforehand. But still, like, <laughs> all right, you describe it. So, okay, so he's like waiting on his hit keeps waiting because he's like it needs to be perfect and you're like what could his hit be and like why does he have to wait for a specific day finally brenda comes to school wearing a specific bracelet so then he's like perfect time for me to do my <laughs> trap and he like passes out traps ch charcoal drawings that apparently are so good that you can Tell that it's a Brenda. Tell what she's doing, which is it's like a stop. It's like a sketchbook flip book of like her stealing the bracelet. <laughs> Shoplifting because he did see her do this. She did mm -hmm. it. She did however, it. However, the fact that he was able to make like, you know, those things when you go to Disneyland and then you go to the like animation part and you like look through the, <laughs> the like the there's like a little circle and it's on its side and like you look through the side of the circle and it spins and then you can see Mickey like running around. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like that. Yeah. It's like, the, like when you, you go to the Nickelodeon and you see like how animation first began. Yeah. It's like that. He does that. He like does a he bunch like, of like a few charcoal drawings, a few charcoal drawings of like her stealing a bracelet and he's like, gotcha bitch. <laughs> and she's like, Oh my God, I'm so mortified because like this is a very good drawing of me stealing this said bracelet that I'm wearing as evidence of me stealing the bracelet. I have to run away, run down the stairs. Oh no, slip and fall, die. And so then he's like, holy fucking shit. My beautiful charcoal drawings killed Brenda. <laughs> what am I going to do? Which I'm like, A, get an art scholarship. B. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Linny uh, is 
not the one with the talent in the group. If your charcoal drawings made her feel so mortified and threatened, (laughs) as though that were proof, (laughs) as though that were actual proof of a crime and not just like him drawing a concept. Because I mean, truly, like... (laughs) I just, I do not know how good these drawings could be. Like, no. these beautiful, detailed, like, you can see that it says, like, JCPenney. And then, like, <laughs> there's, like, a clock on the wall, and it's, like, you know, 7 p.m. And then, like, someone, like, opens their planner. Like, I'm going to see, see if I can find that section. The date is, like, June 17th. At, like, all the incriminating information is, like, on these drawings. <laughs> And she's like, no, the drawings are putting me in jail. Okay. (laughs) Okay, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God, it's so embarrassing. Okay, so Brenda is a full-on bitch. She's really mean. She'll be like, you're invited to my party. Oh, wait, I forgot the ugly fucks are not invited. (laughs) (laughs) And people are like, oh, my God. So he's in the lunchroom and he's seeing her going around just like crushing dreams. Yeah. And she's like, a sleepover for your 17th birthday, he heard her say. Oh, gosh, I haven't done that since I was 12. Sounds like fun. In a 12-year-old sort of way, she moved on, turning back now and then to see her effect in action. She was like one of those harvest machines, Jackson thought, only instead of mowing down wheat, she mowed down egos. Oh, man. He turned around to see if Linny or Ming was in the lunchroom to witness his hit. He couldn't see either of them, but the room was crowded as usual. They might be hidden behind other people. Oh, well, he thought. If they weren't here, they would hear about it soon enough. He moved to the sleepover table. Hold, and this is the first we're hearing of what his trap is. Hold the folder out of his backpack and tossed it on the table. This will never make the yearbook, he said, but I want your honest opinion. So smooth, Jackson. What do you oh, think? Oh, my God. The girls at the table were slow picking up the folder, but once the first person had seen the sketches and gasped, the table came to life, eyes brightening. I don't believe it, one of the girls said. I do, Jackson said. I saw it. You saw okay, Brenda what? stealing this How did they bracelet? know that the drawing was of Brenda? Because like- it was so good, Kelly. <laughs> stealing this bracelet? She has it on. That's what he'd been waiting for. He'd seen her slip the bracelet off the counter into her book bag and walk out without paying for it. He just needed a day when she was wearing it at school. Also, how eagle-eyed is the sleepover table? His sketches weren't bad, he thought, considering the fact that he was a jock, not an artist. He'd done six of them, showing Brenda in stages. First eyeing the bracelet with a dozen pieces of jewelry in front of her on the counter, knocking the bracelet into her bag, pushing the jewelry in a bunch back to the clerk, walking out of the store and putting on the bracelet and putting the bracelet on her wrist, a smug, triumphant smile on her face. The same bracelet she was wearing today. Okay, Lindsay. And then they start passing it around. Lindsay. Yes. I need you to imagine that mm-hmm. you and I are going to like do some traps on people. Uh huh. Okay, I'm fakers. in my trap mindset. Okay, and I fucking hate fake. You you know that like I've been really busy doing something for like days. Uh huh. 
and I'm, my plan oh my plan is so good uh-huh. and and then i'm like i'm gonna Lindsay, i'm gonna show you like what i'm gonna do mm-hmm. and then i show you six drawings uh-huh. of our trap target <laughs> stealing a bracelet and and like those drawings like aren't you thinking like okay like what like what's the what's next yeah what's next what comes after this (laughs) and i'm like i'm just gonna pass them around until until everyone knows she stole a bracelet and Mm -hmm. wow will she be red Because truly, then they it's, do start passing it around. What? Because what's insane is this works. And, yeah, it works. And it's like the girls broke out into laughter. They smothered. No, they smoothed. Huh? Yeah, smoothed. Sorry. Did you notice that Condal broke up words and sentences in very strange ways? Oh, I. Okay, I had that happening on my phone, but not on my Condal. It was happening on both for me. I have um, auto whatever turned off on my condo. I don't know how to do it on my phone. Ah, interesting. Because that was really hard it's for me very annoying. to deal with. Yeah. So uh, they smoothed the sketches out and passed them back and passed them to the next table. Jackson felt his triumph fading. Suddenly he understood, uh, understood how Ming had felt. And then he like vaguely hears a door slam. And he's like, oh, that was the back door, the door to the back lot with the trash containers. Okay. <laughs> the sketches made the rounds at the next table over, blah, blah, blah. And then Jackson walk, walks up and he's like, wait, give me those. And they're like, why should we? And he's like, because they're mine. And they're like, oh, sorry, here. <laughs> and then um, she like falls down some stairs and she's dead. Yeah, and they're like, how could it have happened? Why would she have? So then they start like asking quests, asking some cues. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, what are we, like, first of what all, happened? why would she have run out there? Because the sprinklers were on and we all know that Brenda loves her hair. Yes. And clearly that means someone drove her there. Yes. Also, she must like, have seen someone she knew. And like Rafe, like how, how did he get crushed? It was Question like mark. An accident. Just fully yeah. an accident. Oh, before I forget, there was a follow up to the X's and O's thing that made me so sad. Tell me. Um, so it's after the thing has happened with Rafe. She like went to the nurse. She's like freaking out. And she keeps flashing back to what happened. She saw again the crowd of people surging forward, almost as if they'd suddenly pushed from behind, falling on Rafe. Saw the foot as someone stumbled, stumbled, kicking him in the head. Saw his head snap back. Saw the pic- saw the pile collapse on him in a mess of barbecued beef and jello and bright red that was not ketchup. The school nurse sent her home, and Ming covered a sheet of paper with X's and O's put it under her pillow, and finally fell asleep crying. Aww, So Ming. when she's sad, she just puts a bunch of X's and O's on her paper like her parents did. It's so sad. sad. It's really that's sweet. Sad. And that's like a really nice bit of writing. It is. It is a really nice bit of writing. However. However. 
traps and what Lenny actually did don't make, they just don't make sense. Yeah. So that's kind of a huge part of the book. Yeah. Like the, like not only is um, Jackson's trap a little bit weird, but like, I just, I think I just had trouble understanding like Linny. I did not. The justification is that her sister was truly horrible to her her entire life, apparently. Yeah. But like, which actually not I don't know if it's so true. horrible. Yeah, because now we know we can't trust her. We've been with this unreliable narrator the whole time. Yeah. This lie by omission narrator. Yeah. And then at the end, it's like Jackson and Ming want to go to the police and Lenny pretends that she agrees and they're all going to meet up and then go to a police station and explain everything. Except if I was a cop and these kids came in with this story, I'd be like, why are you here? Go home. You guys did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. You barely, this isn't even a bully. You didn't even... Yeah. Bully anyone. <laughs> yeah. When also there were a like, few accidents. Also, um when so like the police come and they're like interviewing Jackson because Jackson's like, I'm a murderer. And they're like, Well, we better bring you in. <laughs> and he's like, They're gonna arrest me. And he I and like I was Ming like, and Linear <sighs> like, all right, let's talk through your story. Get it straight so that they don't arrest you. And I'm like, but that's just how it happens. You're- also, like, there's no way that he would get arrested for this. No. There's no way any of them would. There's nothing to tell the police. There is nothing. No. They you, have. You, I mean, you know, no one is. If he told the police. Brenda. If he told the police, they might give him a job as a, as a criminal sketch artist. <laughs> they'd be like, wow. That's those, the I- most that's coming from it. Yeah, he get a job. They're like, wow, I really know who that is. That's that dead girl stealing a bracelet. Yeah. I guess she deserved to die. Is what I guess they she deserved say. to die. And you are going to get a key to the city. <laughs> <laughs> For killing her. Because you know what? She came to the police station. She invited me to her Scum. birthday party. And then yes. she went, oh, just kidding, a cab. And then she left. And then she fucking left. And you know what? I, after she left, I ate a piece of candy that was on my desk and then my tummy hurt and I think I was poisoned. <laughs> actually, actually, I guess this I just, was your fault. Actually, yeah, I guess I just shouldn't have eaten that little candy. <laughs> it makes no sense. Then when they talk yeah. about going to the cops, Linny is like panicked. She's like, oh, Which again, fuck, we fuck, find fuck. all this after the fact. To yeah. us, it just seems like now Linny's on her way to meet up with them. Yeah. The narration is like, oh, I'm going to go early in case somebody shows up early so I can Mm -hmm. stake out the situation. And by somebody, she meant Jackson or Ming. As the reader, we think, oh, the person who's been continuing to humiliate people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it was a good misdirect again. Even though, like we said, the whole time I was like, it's Linny, right? But as I'm reading, I'm like, well, she keeps thinking... The same as Ming and Jackson. So I guess it's not her. Yeah. So she shows up and she's like, okay, well, I'm really sorry about this, but now I have to murder 
you and Ming. Yeah. Yeah. And she oh, I really quick, knocks them really out. Really quick. Because mm-hmm. really quick before this, there was, a, and this was, this was actually the moment that I was like, okay, it's for sure, for sure, Lenny. So like, you know how they're all like, oh, this is like, there's, we're all murdering and we need to stop, even though none of them are murdering. And then Ming, like the window breaks and there's like a rock with a little note and the note says like, let it go. Oh yeah. And then uh, Jackson gets one too. And he's like, oh my God. And we all, both of them. See it um, happen and are scared. See it, yes. And read their note. Yes. Uh, then we get to Linny and like, I like that Linny did this like just for herself. It's very like funny. she so she comes downstairs and her dad's like, oh, there's a a rock here in the broken window. And she's just like, hmm. And That's we don't know what her, happens on her on her. <laughs> and note. then she just says and then she reached then she saw the rock with the note tied around it, grabbed it and went on her way. And it's like, oh, yeah. well, there's that prop I set up. Yeah, yeah. Which we understand now, but at the time I was like, well, it's funny that we're not getting what her note is. Yeah, well, I was like, what's her note? Yeah. <laughs> hey. hey, hey, Bates, what's her note? Um, so note then thing? happens the thing that you were saying. So then they're like, yeah, we have to go to the police. And then she shows up early. She knocks Jackson out. She knocks Ming out. She's like, I'm going to like push you in a river or something. I don't know. She breaks Ming's shoulder. Oh, yeah, that's fucked up. All of a sudden, Linny is just like going to fully murder them. Even though, even though, like we said, if they went to the cops, they have done nothing wrong. So they're right. They're going straight from Linny, like arranging public humiliation to Linny's going to murder her two best friends who she's been doing this for the whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, she no like sense. completely snaps. She's like, now we need to sacrifice. And I'm like, okay, we're entering Hannibal territory right now. Like, yeah, now the rude must die. Yes. Yes. So I'm like, okay, Linny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're a and little extra like, like Will. I liked to how Ming saves Jackson. So like first she's like, well, Jackson's got to go first. Like, I don't want to kill you yet, Ming. So like, I'll kill him first. So she leaves Ming. Ming is all out of it. She's concussed. She's got a freaking broken shoulder. Uh, and she's like stumbling, trying to find her way to like where she's so discombobulated to where Jackson is. Who He's like laying by the river and Linny's like trying to uproot like a small boulder to drop onto his head. Oh yeah. (laughs) And Ming is like up on an embankment kind of like above and she's like well only one thing I can do and just drops her own body like falls off of the embankment onto Linny to stop it from happening. (laughs) It's so funny. It's really weird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is kind of that's similar to final exam when it's like, okay, they're tumbling off a cliff, but then like they're not on a cliff and then they are on a cliff. Oh, yeah. And then he falls down the cliff on accident when she's gone for help. It's like it was so much cliff falling. Yes, yes, yes. This was also like she's just like, huh, and then like falls, <laughs> falls 
uh, and like also that was the other thing it was like not on a cliff on a cliff so for like when she's like trying to get over the embankment i was like oh she's gonna like try and run down there i did not realize that like physically from where she was she could fall onto lenny like she basically is like above her i, I don't thought know she was... where people are situated yeah yes no it was confusing and then she's like uh and then wakes up in the hospital and jackson's like yeah lenny explained that she like you know things just got out of hand did you feel like jackson like did not get the correct story from lenny i'll read what the story is because this is this is us getting the explanation of completely like what happened and what lenny did and then you will see how not a threat going to the cops was yeah and also it's like yeah so wait what did lenny tell you happened when also like because that compared to the like villain monologue that lenny had to ming yes like i was like okay one she's like you all had to die (laughs) and then like the jackson story it's like a misunderstanding and i was like wait (laughs) no we need to make sure that lenny's like taken care of because like she's unwell (laughs) But read the read the Jackson story. So he says it was Lenny all along. She she didn't plan for this to happen. It started out all right, except she thought the people on the list deserved worse than we were planning for them. Even though she told Ming, like, no, I was fully gonna kill them. That it was like a murder game, and that like she only changed she was it like, because of their reaction. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I started it out as a murder game, but, like, you guys got scared, but, like, I was still going to murder people. You just didn't know. (laughs) So he says, deserved worse than we were planning for them. She watched us, figuring out what we were up to. She said she didn't really plan what happened to Rafe. She was trying to push her way forward to see exactly what you had in mind, and she caused the surge of people. That made her realize she could improve on her hit. And it's like, mm, probably she definitely pushed. <laughs> yeah, I felt like it was not like, oh, this got like more than I thought. It was literally like she wanted to kill them. Yes. And then her own hit was next. She'd worked with the sound and light director for school plays. So she learned all about the PA system. She played a little part herself at Brenda's party, making it look like her recording had been stolen. But she had it all planned. She spliced into the system herself and set her recording to play at announcement time. Splice. Brenda, Ming asked. Lenny thinks it was an accident. Jackson closed his eyes. She's not real clear on this part. (laughs) She told Brenda someone... That was the other part. She definitely pushed her down the steps. She told Brenda someone had a videotape of her doing something illegal. She told Brenda it would all be made clear soon that she would see a big hint of what the video would show. And when Lenny saw me pass out the pictures I'd sketched, she realized Brenda would run out the closet closest door, the back door. Lenny went out there to wait. However, how did she know that it was about a bracelet and that Jackson saw it and that Jackson was going to use that? Unknown. Unknown. Anyway, very unknown. When Brenda saw the sketches, she thought Lenny was hinting that there was a videotape of her stealing the bracelet. A videotape is pretty damaging evidence, unlike my fucking charcoal drawings. A videotape <laughs> is pretty damaging evidence. 
Brenda did just what Lenny figured she would do. She ran outside. She saw Lenny and ran to her. Lenny says Brenda was screaming at her, and either Brenda reached out to hit Lenny, or else Lenny reached out to shake Brenda to make her stop screaming. But all of a sudden, Brenda was at the bottom of the stairs. But like, also, Lenny was like, Brenda had to go. Like, in her yes. monologue, she's like, mm. like, so it just feels. I, in that moment, I was like, man, maybe you should like say something because like this is not the right story. No. And he does say, I don't think we'll ever know more than that. I'm not sure Lenny knows. Like maybe she's like put all of this out of her mind. Yeah. And then the other thing she did was she planted tests on Austin and Adler or whatever they are to make it seem like they were cheating and that was going to like ruin their grades. And yeah. then she just like, straight up put stuff in the articles of the school newspaper. Oh, yeah. She just like plants a she like writes like a kind of scary manifesto type thing. Yes. But it's like it's like so it's like it's kind like of gossip girly. Yes. It was very like, hello, school. Yeah. Did you hear <laughs> that Carl DeBerg told Amy yeah. Dresden that da 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 or whatever their names are? It's yeah, but it was really like also odd. like rode the motorcycle to the other way and left in his will a science thing. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't okay. know what this is. I was like, this is fine. She and can Lenny's have like, this. got him. <laughs> I know. And Lenny's like, wow, guys, can you believe that the killer is like doing this? And everyone's like, I guess. <laughs> like, it just seems like a step down from like murder. A huge step down. It makes no sense. But she's like, wow, whoever Got did it. this is like so crazy. Like, wow. Wow. They really nailed them to the wall. And I was like, this is uh, like nonsense. It I cannot true. understand it. Let me see if I can find it. Um, yeah, I found it. <laughs> I love Condal. Jackson pointed to a line in the senior senior will column. Oh, yeah, there. Oh, oh yeah, senior wills. It makes no yeah. sense. I have never heard of this before. So I've heard like, of this. I've oh, heard of this. So weird. It's weird though. We didn't do it, but I've heard of it. So it's it's like when you're a senior, you like bequeath something of yours to a student. Like now that I'm leaving, you can have my this. So it reads: Julie Clay leaves Rafe Gibbons and jumps on the back of Carl DeBerg's motorcycle. It looks as if she's left Rafe for dead and gone after the guy with the biggest bike. Once a flake, always a flake. But will she but will will she will her flakiness to anyone? And more to the point, will Carl leave his sister's science fair projects to anyone else? Or is he the only one who gets to use them? And it's like uh read it and weep kids like i totally nailed you all now everybody knows that carl did his like seventh grade science project was done by his <laughs> sister and julie now we know that she rode a motorcycle or something and then like yeah a bike question like i, it I honestly nothing. think like it seems like a bates was like oh this is a lot of people on a list and i like don't really want them to do traps for everybody because how long do i want this book to be <laughs> so i'll do like four or three and then like the rest of them can be like in one swoop in this one thing 
But really, she just should have like made it a shorter list. But I also see how it doesn't look as fun if the list mm-hmm. is only like four people. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's eight, then yeah, that's like you're long. It, that's so many traps. That's so yeah, many hits. Too many traps. Too many hits. Too many traps. Too um, many hits. Too many yeah. traps and hits. <laughs> too many trap hits. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't. There were things I liked about this book, but like it was certainly not one of my favorites. Yeah. It was, I really liked the characters. Yeah, me too. I liked that it was a not a like typical threesome friendship. Mm-hmm. I liked that there wasn't any girl on girl jealousy between the friends. Yeah. I also liked like that this book, I mean, this is very something we've said about A Bates before, but like this book feels very different from a lot of the other point horror stuff. Yes. So it, it feels very unique. Yeah. Um, but it is also very strange. Yeah. I also like that it's concerned with pressure that kids feel in school. Yeah. Yeah. I like that too. I like that too. Uh, yeah. I feel like A Bates probably had out. very strict parents. Yeah. <laughs> it does seem that way. Who maybe were never home. Yeah. Who were never home. Um, but yeah. So that's. Yeah. That is The Dead Game mm-hmm. by A Bates. An interesting um, one. But I would say you could skip it yeah. unless you like can check it out from the library or something. Yeah, it is on openlibrary.org and somebody did check this out from underneath us and yes, I resent it. Me too. I was like, no. <laughs> so we did have to buy We're this one. We're never announcing our book ahead of time ever again. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much everybody for listening. We really, really appreciate you. We also yes. appreciate um, everyone, uh, all our Patreon producers. You help um, keep our show alive a very special uh, thank you to our $15 patrons uh, thank you Aaron Fernandez Adriana Field and Dwyer Ashley Fritz Claire Moore Courtney McPhail Danielle LaMana Danny Emily Pooley Gabriella Santiago Grace Armstrong Jonathan Venable Jordan Colwick Karen Lewis Kat Miller Katie Lilly Katie Olsner Kelly Burns Chris Dorina Landry Desmond Laura Hooper Luke Bartek Mandalay Wolschlager, Mariana Terzakis, Melody, Megan Lozier, Micah Yunus, Miguel Camacho, Molly Marks, Nick Ulanowski, Oscar Gallegos, Pamela, Randy Klett, Rashad Black, Rogue Galahua, Sarah, Sarah Jaggers, Sarah Nichelle, Sasha Gibson, Shannon Pickens, Sydney Bollinger, Tristan Buckner, Victoria Beck, Victoria Valdez, and Wendy Bartos. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, so next week, we will be reading the book that we are reading, and we're not telling you <laughs> what it is. <laughs> no, next week. Well, th- I think that was okay because, wait, did you already? You I already, already bought it. I don't think I already it's available it. on Open Library. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I We already bought it. We're covering White is for Witching. Yes. <laughs> uh, so only when we've already gotten it. Yes. <laughs> and then you can have it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Or then we're going to uh, be stingy. Yes. Follow us on everything at Teen Creeps Pod. Yeah. And uh, thank you. Thank you all so much. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next week. Keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts 
Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.